0: star wars action news hosted by marjorie and arnie helping star wars collectors collect better
1: hello and welcome to star wars action news end of year review we're going to talk about the year in toys this is marjorie
2: this is arnie and We have joining us some more members of the Star Wars Action News team, Steve.
3: Greetings,
1: this is Steve
3: the
2: Ginger Prince. Lovely to speak with you all again. Jerry. Hey guys, this is Jerry. And Daryl. Hello everybody, welcome one and all. So, 2019, you know, when I do these year-in-review shows, I often will go back and look at our Facebook page and Twitter and con coverage and things, because it's really hard to remember in late December what it was we were buying in early January. But I think that, if you just focus on Hasbro. You look at the vintage collection, the Black Series, that sort of thing. This has been an, a much larger year than we've had for a while. There have been several waves of vintage collections, several waves of Black Series figures. You know, we got the sale Barge shipped. I think that, you know, I see complaints online about there's not enough toys, there's not enough toys. But looking at how much I bought this year, I feel like I bought quite a bit.
4: There's a lot out there, but it's not as much as it used to be. And I think people are still focused on those old days of when Revenge of the Sith and stuff came out, and we'd have 30 or 40 figures in a wave as compared to 30 or 40 figures, if we're lucky, in a year.
5: Yeah, and actually, uh, Arnie, I'm kind of with you. I- I I felt like I didn't really buy that much this year, and you know, am I even really right to be on this call to review things? But when I look at your list, the list you put together for us is like some pre-read, and I was like, oh, you know what? I did buy that, and I did buy that, and oh, crap, I got that whole wave. So I bought more than I thought for sure.
3: As is often the case in the UK, uh, availability is is part of the discussion uh, as is cost. Um, so for example I'm still picking up um, figures from, from the solo range of figures and being overjoyed that I've found them and I'm turning away the chance to buy some of the um, the, the, the newer stuff just simply because of the extortionate cost and, and the hope that if I play the long game that prices will come down eventually and I'll, I'll get things that little bit cheaper.
2: So what have you guys been buying this year? I got to say, I've been, I've been buying vintage and Black Series and those Target retro figures. But if I have a focus this year, my focus has been Black Series.
4: I'm still at a pick and choose kind of person. Uh, I did pick up the barge um, and some of the, you know, pieces that came along with that, the skiff and things like that. But figure wise, I'm still looking at, you know, just characters like and not really getting whole waves or anything still. I'll i agree. I've been more
3: um, black series focused than anything else purely because that's the availability. I, I'd like to say that I've bought lots of three and three quarter inch, I, and I'd you know I'd I'd love to go out and buy twenty thirty figures from a from a Rise of Skywalker line of three and three quarter inch figures, but the, it's just not there anymore. The, the the opportunity to buy is in the black series, so that's where um, m- most of my sort of Hasbro purchases have been.
5: You know, one thing that I did jump all over was that that vintage wave that came up right around father's day the new weekend that target had them i guess a little early that retro wave and i thought uh, you know i wasn't fully resolved to buying it when i first heard about it but i it was one of those scenarios where i walked by that little display area that they set up in the men's clothes area i was actually just looking at t-shirts randomly and it was on the back side i mean if you could have walked down the main aisle and not even noticed that. I'm like, holy crap, they're all right there. Turns out it wasn't all. They didn't have the stormtrooper. I bought the stormtrooper a little later from a local uh, toy shop for you know three or four dollars more than Target. But those I actually just. Have sitting out, and I was gonna get all of those. I I I bought two of those uh, board, the board game set with the Tarkins, you know, so I have one loose and one carded. So I so I kind of went all in on that one, and I'm glad it was only like six or seven figures deep.
2: I did the same thing. I bought two of the board games, and I considered getting three of the board games because Uh, That way I could have one board game I don't open, one Tarkin to display carded, and then one regular figure. I wish they'd done a second wave of those. With the fall stuff, I thought it would have been good to get a second wave. I don't think they need to put out 50 retro figures a year. I don't think they need to do all the figures from the vintage collection, but... I liked what they ended up doing with those. I thought they looked pretty cool. And the Retrovaders, I never thought I'd be the person to go get a complete set of, what was it, 18?
1: Well, that's up in debate because there are... Initially, they told us that there was going to be...
2: Infinite, infin- basically. Infinity amount.
1: Yeah. Um, turns out there were 18. There's actually a guy that did all the homework on it in on Facebook on a group. But now there's the debate over whether there's two shades of green. So... <laughs> yeah i mean i'm kind of like you know what now you're just nitpicking
5: if it is it's it, it, it's a factory defect on a color it's not a it's not intentional Like, right
1: it's like dye lots
5: yeah you can move on
1: yeah so i'm gonna <laughs> say there's 18 definitively i'm not gonna get out a microscope and be like oh no this one's like one shade off yeah no i don't have time for that a lot of legwork cooperative with some people in trading i got all 18 of them for arnie so that made me happy i thought it was a really cool figure I really liked it. I thought it was fun. It was funky. I tend to like the more custom stuff like that than I think Arnie does. I like I like DKE toys a lot, and I like some of the stuff that they have at the conventions. So it really appealed to me. I also thought it looked like, kind of like a Crayola box, like you open up a box of crayons and that's what you saw. So it was neat.
4: Yeah, when I first heard about that, I wasn't real happy. wasn't real cracked up on what it was supposed to be. But then actually seeing it in person and how they came out, I, I definitely picked one up and was, was happy with the results.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, because um, that first night at Comic Con, remember, I bought like a whole case, and we put them in the hotel room, and we're like all taking turns picking one.
2: Where we thought there were infinite numbers, so we thought, oh, we'll just pick the two or three we like best.
5: Well, and, and because of that, I think I was able to get one. So I appreciate you guys forty, forty one along. That's one. That I was like, well, that's the only retro card one. But yeah, I really didn't know how to go about getting one except for eBay. So you guys, you guys filled the gap in there nicely. So appreciate that.
4: And speaking of that Tarkin, uh, I think that game is on sale now, still on target shelves uh, this week. I think I saw it for like $15 now or something yeah. now, so you could pick up your third if you want to, Arnie.
5: Yeah, there's been a few times throughout the
2: since its release, it's been
5: 14 So.
2: And what about the retro figures? Did you guys open those, keep them carded? Carded, carded. I,
4: I only bought the game for the Tarkin. Uh, it's still with the game in package. Uh, I actually, I'm trying to think, I think I only saw like two of the other figures out. Um, and for me, there was really no reason to, if I, if I would was to buy them, there would be no reason for me really to open them up because I have the actual old vintage ones. So, I mean, I don't know how much difference there are between them and stuff. So I, I would, I would keep them in the package. Other than in the display cases at Celebration, I,
3: I've not seen them. They've just I've just not come across them anywhere in 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 where I've been looking in the UK.
5: Now I did take that back. I did, like I said earlier, I did open one of the Tarkins. I actually did put the Tarkin in my display case of vintage figures, just because he's he's obviously not a vintage figure, but he looks like him, and uh, so I did actually insert him into there. So I did open that one just because he was. Completely different.
2: And then what about the vintage collection? I know that's where a lot of people, they live and breathe. And we've gotten quite a few waves this year. We've gotten, what, uh, five waves plus some exclusives and playsets and vehicles. And a lot of it OT-focused. We had some Hoth characters. We certainly had a lot of Return of the Jedi, Jabba's Palace characters because of getting the sail barge. Yeah, I, I only picked up a handful. I got the Han Solo
5: Stormtrooper disguise because he was actually on shelf at the same time as the retro. I got the yak face um, just because of the, the the history behind that from a vintage uh, figure perspective. In fact, I think the best thing that this Hasbro vintage collection has done, but what, what I think is the coolest, is when they take a figure that previously had only existed on a Power of the Force card and then create a card for that that's movie-specific. So... Of course, a Power of the Force card for Yak Face came with the sail barge itself, but the the one in the wave is him on a Return of the Jedi card. You know, we never saw that in the Vintage days. So I think same thing with Han Solo. We never got a Han Solo in Stormtrooper disguise. We got the Luke, not the Han. So I really like those figures that never were type of things, like when we got Tarkin on it or General Lando was Power of the Force only and they put him on a Return of the Jedi. So I really like and gravitate towards that kind of stuff i think that's really cool
4: yeah i picked up the two that came with the um jabba's palace in that box set i think the only other vintage collection one i picked up this year was uh zori bliss um from the newest first wave. well from from force friday triple force friday um but other than that i haven't picked up too much i did pre-order the Kara dune to come out next year um, but just kind of hit and miss on the three and three quarter. You know, it, the vintage collection is nice. Uh, it's kind of winding down for Hasbro on the three and three quarter inch size.
2: I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're giving it a decent push this year. I I know it took a while. We ended up, I mean, here we are a year after Solo and we got some Solo figures still. We got our Lando and a couple of the Imperial troops and things, but I and even they called the Death Star Gunner a solo and not a, a New Hope Death Star Gunner. But I see overall, it's not they're not able to do 150 figures a year like they used to. But I remember collecting in 95, 96, and I think what we get, about 25, 30 figures this year, that seems like a decent pace for figures.
5: In kind of where I'm with Daryl's, it seems like it's winding down because so many of these figures I've never seen in stores. I know they exist. I can look at them in Dorkside or Entertainment Earth or whomever's carrying them. And this local toy shop I go to will have them. But like the Death Star Gunner, which I actually think was a Rogue One carded, uh, labeled in the R2-D2 and the Loot Crate. I don't know if I've ever seen those in stores. I saw the Han Solo disguise because I think it was Target exclusive.
3: I think the shift in focus is definitely from the, the three and three quarter inch to the, the, the six inch that the, the... The, the focus is definitely on that six-inch line, and yeah, yeah, I agree with what Arnie's saying. It, it's not been a, a terrible year. It's it's ticked along. It's it's allowed me to sort of pick and choose from the three and three-quarter inch line. But but you know, if there was a big a big wave of um, Riser Skywalker figures, I'd, I'd be picking all of these up, um, and and that's just not there. Whereas if I look on the, on the six-inch shelves, um, I, I could have bought a, a Janna figure if I, I wanted to um, yesterday. And, you know, there's no sign of of her, for example, in in three and three quarter inch for the near future.
2: Yeah, and I I get what you guys are saying. I just, I didn't want to give the impression like the vintage collection is going away. I will agree with what you said, Jerry. Finding them in stores has been hard. And honestly, I've had to change my entire toy run plans. I now get most of my toys. I mean, I do still order by the case online. and. Thanks to free shipping, I use Hasbro Pulse quite a bit, but as far as finding stuff in stores, the only place I have seen a lot of these vintage figures has been at GameStops. Walmart, Target... I mean, Walmart didn't have a Star Wars section for much of the year, which is part of the reason why I felt like there wasn't that much Star Wars collecting, is because I'd go to the toy aisle at Walmart, and I'd see a couple of lightsabers and some really dusty Rogue One figures.
5: You know, Arnie. For me too. The other, the other one that was a surprise was uh, Best Buy. I, the ones I have seen, I, I've seen quite a few at Best Buy, particularly the more recent uh, Rise of Skywalker ones. I found some at Best Buy that I hadn't seen anywhere else, and was even tempted to buy it, even though I'm really not buying them, uh, particularly not you know new prequel, sequel, whatever uh, Disney movie type figures. But there's there's sometimes it happens to where like wow, I've never seen this before. I've never seen it any other store, rare occasion. I didn't even know it was coming and I'm tempted to buy I'm like, wait, 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 wait stop, stop. You don't, you don't buy these anymore. But it, it's weird how Best Buy is actually, to me, kind of become a player in that and getting some, uh, some exclusives, getting a good decent selection of six inch. And it has been where I've seen some three and three quarter inch vintage figures.
4: Yeah. I guess the reason I said that it felt like it was winding down is similar to that in that I'm not going out and finding things in stores. Like I like I want to like I hope to and so that's maybe where that feeling comes from the only place I'm I'm
3: going to see these uh, sort of newer waves is, is at conventions and I can hit sort of the mother load when I go to conventions and, and pick up, say, a whole a whole wave of these three and three quarter inch figures. Otherwise I, I'm now relying on sort of stores like the in the UK, like the Entertainer or B and M, which are very much sort of bargain toy stores, and you're looking at perhaps getting stuff twelve months later at, at a reduced price. So it is you're you're either paying a, a premium at conventions or you're playing the long game uh, if and perhaps picking them up a little bit cheaper.
2: I think part of the reason I didn't feel like there'd been a lot this year until I wrote it all down is because when I shop online by the wave, okay, I get a box. There have been 5 waves this year. I've gotten 5 boxes. That feels like 5 items not realizing you know you got 8 or 12 figures in each box.
1: This is why when you go to the store, everything looks new, because you get it in the mail in a box, and if you see something, you're like, oh, do we have that? Is that new? And it turns out it came out like a year and a half ago.
2: So who got who built and displayed their sail barge? My collection room's under construction. I did get a sail barge, but I haven't had a chance to build them, and it's killing
4: me. Mine is out and on display with figures. And your thoughts on it? Loved it when I first opened it. Uh, Now it's kind of become a space hog. And uh, it's like, do I look at getting rid of it? Do I look away or different things? Uh, I, still, I still enjoy seeing it every time I walk into my room. My biggest complaint with it is, other than size, is lighting. I know there was some lighting kits and stuff people purchased and bought and put in there to make it kind of show up a little bit better with your figures and stuff in the, the lower section. Um, but other than that, I, I love the thing. It, it's a It's a great piece of Star Wars collecting.
3: I didn't buy it for the very reason that it is the space hog that Daryl describes, but I have seen it in person. I was lucky enough to be invited by a good friend, Neil Livesey, who who was a guest on the, the Celebration Europe podcast we did Back in was that two thousand and fifteen two thousand and sixteen, and he runs the the Star Wars uh, fan fun day, but he's recently redone his collection room and he's made the sail barge the sort of centerpiece of that um so he had sort of like a, an opening of his collection room evening we were lucky enough to be invited to that um and yeah i, I must say it is a it is a thing of beauty um i I, I was absolutely smitten with it he, he's got the little skiff there as well um it looks it looks absolutely fantastic.
5: Yeah, I'm with Steve. I didn't buy it. The space, I mean, if, if you guys have uh, recalled me in the last, I don't know, couple year-end episodes, I've been slowly working my way into retirement. In fact, that was kind of my my joke for fun at Celebration. and It was like, hey, are you still collecting this? Still doing that? like, nah, I'm retired. And <laughs> I have actively sold off a, a very large chunk of my collection over the last couple of years, including a lot of vintage items. It's, it's uh, you know, it, it's, it's all in this mode of you know, kids are going to college. I, my youngest is about to start driving inside of a year. And so I've got four cars now. I'm just like, you know what? I, I've got to turn some of this toy into paying, paying for college and doing this, that, and the other, you know, growing up adult parenting stuff. So bringing the barge into the house, especially the way I've rearranged rooms and You know, my collections in the basement and my my absolute favorite things are in a carrier cabinet. And that barge just wasn't going to fit in there. So um, it it, it broke my heart because, I mean, I've been preparing my my whole collecting life for this moment and had every figure from the the, the Jabba Palace that I put in that kind of diorama that would have been more than happy to throw into a barge. Which, as a side note, by selling off a lot of my figures to recover some cash, make some room space, blah, 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 blah. I will tell you as you could imagine ever since that barge went up for pre-sale in the uh, in, in the original HasLab uh Go Fund th- funded type thing from the moment it was announced till even just this Christmas season that I'm selling things on eBay those job of the hut themed figures from like 2006 to 2013 or whatever just they sell well I <laughs> mean you could get decent money out of that and you know not in the spirit of scalping or anything but just like when you're when you're like wow you know what this is a loose figure with all its accessories perfectly mint and somebody will give me 40 bucks for this why because they have to have it for that barge and that's just the impact that barge has made and obviously why we've seen such a Jabba's palace uh, focus on that because that is kind of the weird thing about the time of the barge is great here's your barge what are you putting in it I mean, there's a handful of figures made this year. I don't know if a decent job has been made in the last 10 years. I mean, I think that Walmart one's the, from, what was that, 2010, 2011? It's just about the best you can get. But has it been remade in any way, shape, or form? Like, who? What are people putting into this thing? Well, it came with the barge.
4: It comes with a job. But.
5: Oh, it actually does come with Jabba. Yeah, yes. i
2: I've repainted Jabba that i did not know okay
4: but yeah a lot of those figures especially that uh r2 with the serving tray really shot up in a lot in in price and stuff but yeah they've they've slowly been releasing some of the others i actually went and backfilled some old figures that we wouldn't necessarily think would go in there i bought you know a Watto and maybe a sebulba and stuff stuff that was on tattooing that i could add to the the diorama, just to kind of fill it out and everything. So, just kind of a hit and mix uh, of everything to throw in there. And you're just
2: preparing for the McClunky edition of Return of the Jedi.
4: Exactly.
3: <laughs> but you've n- but you've not gone to the extent of sort of throwing sand down and making it look Tatooine in the background.
4: No, no sand in the collecting room yet.
5: It gets everywhere. <laughs>
3: I must, do, I must apologize to, I was saying, I went and viewed this at uh, Neil's house. I must apologize to him for the drool that I left behind on, on his sail barge.
2: <laughs> see, just last weekend, I was at Andrew's house and unfortunately he wasn't able to join us today, but he had it out and displayed. He hadn't had a chance to put all of the figures on it and everything yet, but I got to see the Java and I got to see the sail barge and it's just so massive. And It made Jabba look so small. And I'm like, I know that's a reused mold of Jabba, but normally when I buy Jabba, I'm like, this is a big toy. Put it in that barge. I'm like, it looked like the Galactic heroes size Jabba by comparison just because of the scale that was going on there. But it was impressive. When I do get my collecting room going, I'm going to have only two dioramas, I've decided. I'm going to have, well, three, I guess. I will have Jabba's... Sail barge is one with the skiff. I'm going to have the Battle of Hoth, and then I'll probably break out that old carbon freezing chamber playset that I have and recreate some scenes in there. Anything where I have a play set, I will use it. But as far as creating dioramas and loading them up, the barge is going to be one of my centerpieces of figure displays. I think it has to be at that sheer size, but it is beautiful, though. Oh, yeah. it, it It's a gorgeous piece, and I... Can't wait for them to hazlab something else, although my wallet can wait for them to hazlab something
1: else. I don't think Cookie Monster made it, did it?
2: Cookie Monster did not, and there's some real questions over whether Unicron did. They gave people an extra month on that one. But Cookie Monster crumbled. <laughs>
5: nice. But um C is for canceled.
0: <laughs> and that's okay for
2: me. <laughs> Now, what about the Black Series 6-inch? I've been having a lot of fun with this line this year. They brought out that Emperor. They brought out General Grievous. There have been several waves and a ton of exclusives.
3: Yeah, it's been good, hasn't it? The the Black Series um, 6-inch, you, you cannot deny the, the quality of the figures. The two that have really um, rocked my world have, have been uh, the Mandalorian figure, i i think is an a, absolutely outstanding um six inch and then the um the force ghost yoda um that was a a very recent uh, a birthday present um that i received uh, is a cracking figure too
4: yeah most of those mandalorian figures were were pretty sweet uh, even with all their special packaging and everything like that uh definitely picked up a couple of the emperor six inch with the thrones although i've the latest wave uh, has been difficult for me to find anywhere. I know it kind of appeared without kind of notice, and then it's kind of been gone, and I haven't seen it pop up really too much anywhere else. I guess,
2: is that a wave after the Force Friday wave? Yes, Didn't even know that was out, I don't think.
4: (laughs) People found it in stores, but it's never been kind of released online or anything. It's the one with like Cara Dune, and I'm trying to think the other figures that actually came in that wave. But people have them in hand, but they found them luckily in stores. It just no place has really released them online.
2: That's right. That's right. Okay. And I wasn't even positive. Yeah, I haven't gotten those in person yet. It looks like my case is going to ship in that next year. I think that's considered a 2020 wave, but not quite... Out that far, it's it's a revision wave, right? I think most stores put them up just as figures because Cara Dune and Wedge and Janna and Luke Bespin were new, but the Sith trooper and Ray and the Jet trooper were
4: carry forwards, right? Uh Did that also have the Luke ceremonial or
2: that's in this wave, but I thought that one was new not in the previous wave, but the Sith trooper, the Ray, and the jet trooper, so three out of seven figures were carry forwards so yeah that's that's I think what was throwing me there i I ordered those from Hasbro toy shop and yeah, I'm liking the Mando figures. I got that heavy Mandalorian from Best Buy. That one was a trick to get. I'm glad they put them back in stock because I accidentally ordered them for pickup in a city about 100 miles away the first place and then they were sold (laughs) out.
4: Did they sell? I I was able to get mine fairly easily, Um, but then I did hear some people say that uh, they didn't have them in stock anymore. And I know a friend of mine actually had a damaged one. Uh, He contacted Hasbro about, and they told him basically that they couldn't do anything about it. They actually sent him an extra uh, Mando figure and the uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusive as kind of for his troubles or whatever, not being able to get it. Oh wow, that was really nice of them. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, they definitely were sold out because I was looking at – I was really hemming and hawing on the cost of an eBay one versus the mileage and gas on my car and my time of three <laughs> hours of driving. So – but as I w- – the time was coming up where it was the last day to pick it up. They did get them back in stock. And this time I hit shipping correctly and got the figures there. But I've been liking the Mandalorian. Did you guys do the variant figures like any of the carbonized figures? The carbonized Mandalorian the one that still pretty much eludes me. I have an opener, but...
3: I'm still looking for a carbonized figure. Um I got a First Order Sith Trooper. Just because I wanted to have one first order, I didn't care what it was, and I wanted one carbonized. So I'm still looking for a carbonized, but I've I've got my first order one. And those are, if I do get it, those will be figures that I, I of course, won't open, and that they'll be just there as um, this is an example of what was out there. But I I don't need, and don't need to have them all.
5: Yeah, I mean, I don't buy six inch figures, but when I saw the picture of the carbonized Seth Trooper, like you're just talking about, Steve, that one, I was like, whoa, that is. Gorgeous. I've got to find that. And I've got a couple of eBay searches. Was that one? Was that one an Amazon exclusive? Yeah, that was Amazon. OK, so I, I didn't even know that to look in the right places. But that one, I just think, is way more beautiful than the figure in the movie. You know, the character in the movie is with the more flat color, you know, the really bright. The, the, the metalized version of that is just gorgeous. That's a great one. Le- leaf blower and all. <laughs>
4: Yes, I did pick up the carbonized Mando himself. I actually had a friend that was able to help me pick that one up because it was so hard to find. Uh, I have seen some of the others like the uh, – was it the Seventh Sister?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, GameStop had that one.
4: Yeah, and then um, seen a couple of the others in person. The Walmart had the the kind of Snow Trooper and stuff, uh, but I just stuck with the Mando alone.
2: What's funny is I was able to easily get all the carbonized figures except the Mandalorian. The others, Amazon, it seemed like had those Sith troopers for days. And Walmart, I had no trouble getting the trooper there. Having seen them in person, you know, these aren't just repaints. The fact that they're doing multi-layer paints and using opalescent paints and things, there's a reason that they cost a little bit more. It's not just a funky repaint like those gold Walmart three and three quarter inch figures were. And yeah, those are gorgeous, but I do feel that with the white boxes and the carbonized... Hasbro really became a little bit frustrating on Force Friday for me, you know, Triple Force Friday. It was like, I'm buying variants of the paint job, and I'm buying variants of the boxes, and I know that's my own fault for, you know, buying.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I think the, um, this is coming from a packaging guy, but yeah, doing just a box color variant is weird on the six inch figures was there anything else i mean the carbonized ones aren't in the white boxes are they white boxes are just like a first day of issue type of thing is that what it is
3: yeah there's there's a little first edition sticker on the front and it's the 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 white box but other than that there's there's no um variation on the figure
5: itself yeah it's lame I think I said the same it, thing in 2008 with the first day issue
2: stickers, but yeah.
4: <laughs> but yeah, this this worked a lot better than the stickers. And it reminds me a lot
2: of those Ultimate Galactic Hunt figures they did way back when where it was the same figure, but it was on a foil card instead of a regular card.
1: Those were neat. I really liked those and missed those. Well,
5: there you at least got the chrome um, back-metalized stand was silver, too. Oh, that's true. That is true. And, and the silver, remember the little chest piece? It was silver. You at least got that one. And so I don't know if it was metallic. I don't remember that because I never had one. But um, so they did a couple extra things with that one, although it was. But you're right. The the figure is the same.
3: Lord, I have boxes of those little red and blue figures just lying around the place. I thought I could make a chest out of them, but never got around to even looking at whether there were enough pieces for them. I'm, I'm going to keep them and then hopefully at some stage when we, the uh, the world sort of evolves into the Mad Max stage, then I can uh, somehow turn them back into petrol.
5: <laughs> or they become like the world's currency. <laughs>
3: we'll, we'll, be, we'll be laughing then as collectors, won't we?
2: <laughs> I need to give a shout out to Andrew because Marjorie and I were in New York for f- – Triple Force Friday and didn't get to do any shopping ourselves. And
1: Well, there was nothing to do. There's no more Toys R Us. No. And the Disney store was open, but...
2: Barely got anything Hasbro yeah. from friends who were there at the opening. So A- Andrew picked up all of my first day of issue figures, the white boxes. But again, he wasn't able to get The Mandalorian. And that's that's going for over $100 on eBay. And then last week... Entertainment Earth is like, hey, we found some cases, so I got an order in. I'm crossing my fingers that it's actually going to ship. Yeah. Because I could get an entire case of white box figures for about $30 more than I can get the Mandalorian for alone. And I'm kind of staying on the sidelines for the carbonized one, too, because it's not like they said they were shipping once and done. There's no reason why Target couldn't get more of them, but that could just be me holding out hope. Now, there was a new line this year. I mean, or, Let me step back, though. Because of the new line, this is the first time since Attack of the Clones, then definitely the first time in this new trilogy, or the Disney era, that we've had a movie come out and not had a three and three quarter inch dedicated movie line. And I know a lot of people were really upset about that. How'd, how'd you guys roll?
3: Yeah, I'm really upset about it. It's, it's- it's the one thing that, that you sort of have come to expect with the release of a new film. And the three and three quarter inch line is, has always been the centerpiece of my um, collection. So it sort of stings a little bit that that we ain't getting that.
4: Since I pick and choose, it uh, didn't affect me too much. Um, sad to see it go or sad to see it dwindle, but um, didn't affect me, you know, too much other than memories.
5: Yeah, it's definitely a... And I hate to say this because from our last episode, I mean, I really liked Rise of Skywalker movie, but when you don't have a dedicated action figure line to it or with the logo or whatever, the words splashed all across the card, it it even makes the the hoopla of the film's release seem to be a little less. I know it shouldn't. The movie's not the toy line. The toy line's not the movie, but... For folks like us, it's just like, oh, man, the movie's great. I want to run out and get some figures of this guy. This, Oh, they're they're not there. Never mind.
2: It does feel like that because, again, going to Toy Isles, going to Walmart, going to Target and not seeing the movie logo, in certain ways, it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie opened last weekend. At least with Attack of the Clones. The
5: Attack of the Clones logo wasn't on there, but that card design and that card that we saw them on was first seen because of the release of those figures. And the first, I don't know what it was, 30 or 40 figures in that line were Attack of the Clones. And it was very obvious. And then then a little later we got the Bespin Luke and the Bespin Vader and a couple of OT sharing it. But at first, but it was it came out for Attack of the Clones. So it still felt okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was able to, you know, go to a GameStop and see multiple figures in the six inch scale, but in the three and three
2: quarter inch, you know, pound sand. Did any of you try the new five inch line that was a movie line? You know, they replaced the galaxy of adventure toys that came in those little tubes with the comics with the galaxy of adventure line of what I consider kid focused five inch figures. I did not,
5: but I still actually want to, I think the Vader looks really cool. After I've seen the movie, I kind of want the R2 BB eight pack, you know, just a couple like that. I'm not going to go all in. But I tend to pick up a Vader from a line that's unique. If I pick up nothing else, I'll get the Vader. I think that Vader's cool looking.
4: Yeah, I think they're fun looking. And I I, I do like seeing that they're out there and available. But it's it's not a line that I'm going to pick up. My, my collecting focus is elsewhere.
2: Yeah, I haven't bought a one of them. It reminded me of the Jedi Force figures from, you know, around the time of Revenge of the Sith and things. Just those... Bigger kitty lines. I know this is Hasbro, not Play School, but it almost feels like one of the Play School lines to me, with its
3: stylized and. I'm in the same boat, Arnie. Uh, I haven't picked up a one, and um, this is this isn't my thing.
2: So, what about outside of Hasbro? What have you guys been collecting this year? What are your highlights and lowlights? If I go away from
5: toys for a little bit, one thing that I have, and I blame Nathan P. Butler for this, but one of the things that I've certainly done has filled gaps in my home video collection. So this year I bought, um, you know, last year I bought a laser disc player and a couple of laser discs this year. I actually picked up a couple extra laser discs of the star Wars movies from, you know, obviously the eighties. And I just think that's so cool to, you know, people come into my living room with my 75 inch TV and my 4k blue, blu-ray player my xbox one is like oh yeah that thing in the middle yeah, that's a laser disc player and younger people are like what the heck was a laser disc that's fun um so in picking up vinyl releases i mean that's just um it, if something comes around um star wars record that i find that i don't have I, i'm totally uh totally picking that up um those are the main things but like i said i mean i still picked up more action figures than than, than i thought i did um but those those are the main things that have been keeping my Star Wars collecting kind of fun and fresh is is, is getting some of the um the movie releases. I, I I ended up going all in, but not at first to that um when they, they did all the repackaging of the movies on DVD and Blu-ray. I, I picked up all the Blu-rays on everything. Part of that was because I was able to I had some 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 credit at Disney Movie Club. And if if you buy one movie at full price, you get pretty much every other movie in your uh, in your order, 60% off. So I got most of those for like $9. But I did pick up the original trilogy, also in DVD and Blu-ray. So um, I will say this. If Rise of Skywalker does not come in a Blu-ray release that matches those other 10 movies, I'm going to be
2: furious. <laughs> oh, I agree. I was standing in Walmart buying the Walmart exclusives of those. and just kept thinking, they got to do one more. One more.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but... History has told us that they might
5: not. They might release it with some very specific movie promotion artwork that's very unique to it. Oh, one thing I did forget, speaking of vinyl, um, with that same artwork on those Blu-rays, Walmart had a very interesting pair of exclusives to where they're like 45s of, golly, I think it was just Empire and New Hope. And I forget the songs like the Imperial March and the asteroid chase, I think is on empire star Wars, I think is the main title and Cantina, something like that. They, as far as I know, didn't do a Jedi, but they're, you know, little 45 size in a slip cover that matches the blu-ray DVD artwork. And, One of the discs is purple, one of the discs is red. They're really cool looking. Super cool looking. And I I picked them up on Black Friday or the Saturday after whenever I was out. Found, you know, my Walmart had two of New Hope and one of Empire, and I haven't seen them since. And then Walmart also had Funko had those those t-shirts in the VHS box packaging. Yeah, yeah. I saw some of those. Yeah, I picked those up and I actually put them on my shelf with my actual VHS releases. I thought that was kind of a cool mixing um, and the and the shirt the shirts have really cool like original film release era type of art that you would have seen on some posters teaser whatever from back in the day they weren't like your traditional like or your more common clip art type of um items i mean i actually half expected the the, the dvd blu-ray artwork from the new releases to be on these t-shirts but no they're very vintage old school and those are those are some of my favorite pickups of the year
4: For me, other than toys, uh, I've always been kind of focused on the General Giant line. And with the switch over to Diamond Select, the kind of buyout that they did, uh, I found it kind of a convenient place to kind of pull back there as well. Um, They've got some nice stuff coming out, but I've just kind of held back on those. Uh, I have really gotten into kind of the funkier items along the line Uh, beeline creative has really stepped up the the tiki mug uh game and i know tiki is hot right now with a lot of other things so i've got a lot of those mugs that they've put out um some artwork and some swizzle sticks and stuff to go along with those and that's you know picking up those funky things here and there the movie realization line from bandai things like that along those those natures
2: steve how about you
4: there's nothing
3: specific uh, like i say the the black series has really been w- w- where i've been picking up most it is really just bits and bobs i mean i've i've filled a few bits in in the at bar collection you know I, I've, I've picked up some bits of star wars clothing here and there but there's 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 nothing uh, specific i know uh, hot toys have announced a uh wicket i'm right aren't i um that, that's coming in the future
2: yeah there's a wicked and uh and or leia
3: yeah I, I think that will be a, a a future future purchase um but yeah there, there's nothing specifically um that i've been after you know it, it's little things like um sets of playing cards or or bits of artwork um those are the sorts of things that I, i've just picked up where the opportunity is has, has arisen really
2: I think my favorite pickup of the year isn't even coming until Tuesday, but I finally gave up. At Celebration, we got to see the one-up arcade Star Wars game that had Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, the original classic arcades. And we were told there was going to be a special edition for sale from one-up arcade themselves, And then at New York Comic Con, I went, and it was up for pre-order at places, and I talked to one of the managers there, and he said that that exclusive had been shifted, and it would be on Home Shopping Network on Cyber Monday, and that never happened. And finally, it was $100 off at Walmart. I'm like, I need to get this arcade. I love those games. I've wanted this arcade. I've wanted an original Star Wars arcade for so long, but this is going to fulfill that need with the controller and everything, even though it's three quarter scale, it's so much easier to maintain and one tenth of the price. I'm so excited for that. As It's really like Christmas day when this thing comes. Yeah. That thing looks
5: fantastic I mean, I there's, there's a lot of games that these arcade one-ups have made that are just among my favorites. Galaga pack. I mean, I, I would have any of these, but just from a space perspective, I mean, I was really tempted on that one. And even that, uh, what was it called? Arcade Legends Ultimate or whatever from At Games. I mean, their their stand up that's got the Super Nintendo Star Wars games in it. That's kind of cool too. But but yeah, that that original Atari setup would be just a, a, an awesome piece to add to a collection. Particularly if you're a if you're a retro gamer, OT original, you know, fan, and you grew up in those that that, that 80s era of Atari games. I mean, that's that's darn near the ultimate shelf ready collectible that you can you can buy and play i mean aside from having the real arcade itself i mean it's readily available not super rare limited to 100 or anything but like pick up something like that and put that in your in your basement game room display star wars
2: collecting room, whatever that would just that, that would just be amazing to have i'm putting it in the same room where we have marjorie's life-size jar jar and i've also got the marvel one so it's my Jar arcade <laughs> nice
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, yes costumes. i hear there's quite a bit of assembly required on those so
1: yeah they come in a big flat box the marvel one has already uh, arrived a week or so ago and it's like a big flat box like you like you'd expect like a desk to arrive in
2: yeah it's about desk size ikea desk
4: yeah i, I want one too but i'm i'm holding out for a little bit just to see you know if those upgrades come to fruition or not since it's still readily available
2: I waited, but I'm scared that after the holidays, they may not make them anymore. So I just, I jumped. And Arnie, by the way, the 1UP uh, Arcade did remind
5: me of something else I bought heavily into quite a bit this year was some of the limited run games where they've been making actual, you know, in some cases, it's things like Bounty Hunter on a PlayStation 4 disc, even though some, you know, it's it's already available digitally on PlayStation Network, and some are Actual NES cartridges of Star Wars Empire. Uh, I think they did all the supers as well for Super NES. But they're actually in. You know, you, you would play these on your Super Nintendo, on your Game Boy, on your NES. I did. I did pick up uh, quite a few of those collectible uh, collectors pack versions of those. So did I. When will we ever get them? <laughs> I actually saw something. I don't know if it was on Twitter or Facebook. Something actually, I guess it was Twitter because I do follow them. Somebody was showing that, hey, here's all the Ultimate Collector Pack packages are in, and they're, like, awaiting the cartridges, clearing customs for them to assemble them and ship them out. But I mean, <laughs> I actually would have really thought, because some of these we ordered, golly, I were, we ordered some of these back in June. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm a little ticked off by that, but Limited Run is reputable enough. I, I don't think it's, like, not going to
2: happen, but just like, okay, six, nine, 12 months, whatever. Yeah, I'm. I'm not worried, but I am frustrated. I would have liked to have gotten them this year. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's I, I, especially since you pay in advance on them. It's not like they just like Amazon. You pay when they ship. Yeah, I mean, if they'd given um, a hint of
5: you know these will be available in February or something, there's some on eBay, and I, I don't know if these are just all pre-orders. I, I have seen pictures like my my local retro arcade does have the uh, PlayStation 4 Bounty Hunter. They had a couple copies in that. So maybe some of
2: their retail partners are getting them first. But that's a little annoying, too. Speaking about video games, did any of you guys get Jedi Fallen Order? hmm
5: it is coming to me for christmas eve so in the spirit of transparency this is being recorded ahead of that and i have not yet played it but i will crack it open on christmas day for sure and jump on i, I i've heard nothing but good stuff
4: about it. i'm gonna play the long game on that and wait until it's about 30 dollars or so i'm not a gamer
3: i don't have the uh time or the talent
4: uh,
2: that sad because I did pick it up, I, wanted, I pre-ordered it at GameStop so I could get that exclusive Black Series figure that came with it, and I haven't had a chance to play though, my time is very limited for gaming, and I'm still working on the Spider-Man PS4 game that came out two and a half years ago, I'm like 86% done with that, and I just wanted to knock out those 14% before I go, I did... I did treat myself. I bought myself a Christmas gift.
1: Oh, uh, you did? As it happens
2: to be sitting next to me. What is it? A game controller. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: That always scares me when you say that.
2: <laughs> they came out with a Xbox Pro limited edition Purge Trooper game controller. And it works on your Xbox One. It also works on Windows 10. And it's, you know, tied to the game. It's got an imperial symbol and just this really cool red and black with white stripe design and a charge base. Have you guys seen that? I've Not in seen, person. yeah. Yeah. I've seen some pro controllers like that. Wasn't this thing pretty pricey? That's why it was a Christmas gift. I really <laughs> would. Did, I, I was watching Microsoft's site. It's, a you know, straight from Microsoft. They were selling it themselves. And I was watching their site waiting for a sale. And the sale didn't come. And then they sold out completely and said, out of stock, not restocking. And so I put it in my own stocking. I ordered it from GameStop. (laughs) And they were on back order, but I did just get mine in this week, and it's a sweet controller. I'm looking forward to playing the game with, and many other games with. And yeah, it's it's, it's expensive,
5: but oh, but that charger's cool. I'm looking at GameStop's site. Wait, it's it's available again, by the way. If any of us are changing our mind <laughs> about it, is it only? It's only Xbox, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's just Xbox.
5: I mean, they've got a PlayStation version of this because that's, that's my system of choice in this generation. But
2: I go both ways. I have an Xbox and a PlayStation. I got Spider-Man for the PlayStation. I got Fallen Order for the Xbox. <laughs> is,
3: is this the sort of thing that's not too beautiful to play with? I'm just looking at pictures of it.
2: I would treat it gently is how I'll phrase it. You know, I wouldn't bat it around, but I would actively use it.
3: Mm. Yeah, I just have. Pictures of my game and experience where I'd uh, be throwing the thing around <laughs> after a couple of minutes due to my incompetence. So, yeah, it does look lovely, I've got to admit.
2: It's unlike when they came out with that R2-D2 Xbox 360, which that was an item long on my list that, thanks to Nathan Butler, I got this year. And he had the C3PO controller in pristine condition. I will never play with that C-3PO controller. It's vac-metalized and gorgeous and doesn't need any fingerprints on it. I know I went to somebody's house where they were playing with it and it had flaked and gotten scratched, but this is a plastic, at least, you know? And so I would play with it, but I would treat it more gently than I would treat the generic controllers. Let me put it this way. I'd play with it, but I might not let house guests use it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh,
5: Arnie, it's funny you said that I did the same thing with my C3P. It's actually like in an acrylic case. I have never, never used that controller.
2: Yeah, I I never would. And I didn't buy that. R2 360, thinking it would come down in price, and it kind of did, and then it skyrocketed in price, and Nathan gave me his, and just, Nathan keeps everything. He's a person after my own heart. He treats everything very well, and if he played with it, it doesn't show any wear and tear, and so that's uh that's now a very favorite collectible of mine.
4: Yeah, I picked up that R2 Xbox uh, without the controller, fairly cheap, because it didn't have control. Uh, I think that that controller itself goes for you know almost as much as the original system did back when it first came out.
2: Yeah, I've seen it sell for over a hundred easily alone on eBay. So I do appreciate Nathan not taking me to the cleaners. He uh, he did me a solid on that as he's downsizing his collection and just gave me an opportunity to get something I wasn't sure when I would get. But while we talked about Fallen Order, let's Talk about one last thing, kind of not collecting related. The Mandalorian. Who's watching, Steve? You're in the UK. If you're watching, we won't tell how you're doing it.
3: I I am, (laughs) I am watching, and I won't reveal how, um, (laughs) uh, because of course we don't get it in the UK till March. And I must say, the liberal attitude of particularly American viewers towards spoilers (laughs) is a bone of uh, contention to me and many people in the UK. But yeah, I am watching, and I. Absolutely love it. I think it is the best Star Wars there has been since the original trilogy. The series is is superb. What what are everyone else's thoughts on it before we get into specifics?
5: Um, I'm a little behind. I've only finished through episode five. Although I've heard spoilers, I don't mind if we speak openly about it. I, I kind of went on a hiatus because of um, Rise of Skywalker, and I figured you know, like I'll just wait till the rest of the shows are out, and I can just kind of binge it since they're anywhere between what thirty and forty some odd minutes. An episode that's not hard to do in one sitting, but man, it's uh, it's impressive stuff. I'm
2: in the same boat, Jerry, as I liked the show. I really did. But the 30 minutes a week really felt unfulfilling. It felt like a world I wanted to immerse myself in and not just have these sporadic sitcom-length adventures and... So, I, I didn't find myself loving it as much as other people. I don't think it's as good as Revenge of the Sith, the movie. Uh, you know, so I can't say the best thing since the OT. I do think that it's really well done. It's really professional. I, I guess I see the seams. It just doesn't feel as big budget. I can see some of the blue screening going on. I can see where some of the sets are devoid of background extras which wasn't really even in the original star wars something you saw much and so i like it a lot but i'm thinking i'll like it a lot more if i binge watch it
3: you see that's what the beauty of it. it's been for me the fact that i can't binge watch it the fact that i'm looking forward to it every week is it is something that's just done it for me but everything everything about it i think the score is fantastic I think the fact that it's sort of taking really obvious nods to to old westerns is something that's really hitting the mark. Um I think the decision for him not to take his helmet off um at all throughout the series so far has been a a, a choice one. I think the the background characters we've had from the Werner Herzog character to the um the Nick Nolte character, I think that they've all, all played a a good part. And the biggest criticism I've heard is the sort of the overt references that have been there. But for someone who, who loves the OT as much as I do, I, I'm just lapping up the references. And, and the cutesiness of, of the child hasn't spoiled it for me. I, I thought that might become a little bit wearing, but no, it's, it's obviously it's the big thing at the minute, the baby baby odor stuff, but that, that hasn't spoiled it for me either.
2: I really did like the performances. I do think Jon Favreau and his creative team are bringing a lot of good feel to this story. I guess part of it is, and the reason that I'll enjoy a binge watch more, is the episodes I saw felt a little bit meandering. You know, the first couple episodes felt like there was a continuing story there. He went and did the job and got the baby and then had to get off the planet and deal more with Nick Nolte. I don't think they used any makeup on Nick Nolte. I think that's just how he looks now. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was well documented that Nick Nolte spent several minutes
5: in the makeup chair.
2: <laughs> but once that they got back and he met the other Mandalorian clan and got his new armor and things. I just felt like I didn't know what the thrust of the series was. And I think I'd do better in one sitting because the first few weeks I really was looking forward to Friday for that new episode. And then after that, I'm like there, there wasn't a compulsion to push play because there wasn't like a cliffhanger or, or a story that felt urgent.
1: I'm sorry, but the whole point of streaming is I can watch it on my own schedule and watch the entire series. When they're doing this, there's just a cable channel. And I, I'm really mad at them for this because they have to do it with other shows too, and it's really infuriating. I just want to watch them all or five of them in a row when I want to watch them.
5: See, I, but I've, I've never understood the logic behind them putting all episodes in at once because some I could. Yeah, I, I did this with Cobra Kai where I bought. You know, the subscription to YouTube for a month to watch Cobra Kai in three days and I'm done. And yeah, I guess if it's truly monthly, you can probably watch all kinds of things monthly. But I, I get the strategy of like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna get you at least two two and a half months if you wanna watch this.
2: Or you just wait till the end and sign up for one month and watch
5: them all when they're all out. Yeah, but a lot of people are gonna wanna you know wanna get them immediately so they can have the discussion so they could be in the know not worry about i mean i have to think you know the disney plus thing sells itself but i gotta think that there's there's a hand to me i think there's a business advantage to doing it like that and, and you know i i guess i separate it from a cable channel marjorie because it's like i don't know exactly when a display uh, debuts but it's sometime friday and i probably won't watch it to saturday night but it's there ready to watch when i'm ready to watch it whereas yeah, I guess that's what a DVR does for you And the, but you know, if you have a streaming service, even like a YouTube TV, you still got to tell it what shows to put in the queue, you know, capture for you here. I don't have to think about that, but I mean, for sure if they don't keep other content coming, like the new clone wars, I think maybe if it's still unslated slated for February or a Cassian Andor series coming up, or I'll tell them this Mandalorian season two, I think it's filming as we speak, or maybe they just wrapped up on it, but I don't know if I made that up or if that's uh if that if that's accurate what what you know what the schedule on season two is, but
4: I, I hope it comes soon. It's a good show. I think the uh weekly release has kind of worked to their advantage, whether they meant to or not, in that they're getting a lot more multiple views out of these episodes. Um mm. I think when you have that um release everything at once, you watch the entire series and then you've watched the entire series. You don't necessarily go back and watch watch it a second time. Whereas Releasing them one a week gives people a chance to, you know, go back and, oh, I'm going to watch this episode again and maybe even a third time or, or some people, you know, four or five times. So it's definitely increased the amount of streams that they've actually done, I believe. Um, whether that was an intention of theirs in the first place or not, I don't know.
3: It gives you that water cooler moment as well for, for that week, do you know what I mean, where people have come together on social media and, and, and sort of discussed that episode and, and broken each episode down, you know, looking at the fine details of it because that's all they've got for that week before they get on to the, the next episode. So I think I think Daryl's right there.
2: Yeah, exactly what I was about to say, Steve, is, again, I think this is their intent Every Friday, The Mandalorian becomes a trending topic on at least United States social media. It's always a top topic, not sponsored. It's just people talk about the episode, and that has helped build hype for the whole series.
1: I think that The Child has really helped because people who I know on Facebook, who I know do not watch The Mandalorian or have the Disney Plus streaming service, are posting GIFs and memes of Baby Yoda
3: what an absolute gold mine whose idea was this i mean whoever it is it, I, I mean they've struck absolute gold this this little thing has has just completely taken over they, like you say there are people who i know who have absolutely zero interest in star wars who are talking about it just purely because of that that the cuteness of this little baby yoda um i i, I don't know if they um if they if they saw this coming or not, it, it sounds like perhaps they didn't because there was sort of um, you know there was a rush for where can we buy Baby Yoda stuff, and it's like well not for a couple of months it's it's not coming out. And, and my favourite story sort of surrounding that is about Werner Herzog, who um, apparently when he was filming the the, the, the his sort of first scenes that they, they were. Not happy with the the puppet they were that they were using, and um, perhaps considering going to sort of CGI and stuff. And uh, he said, "No, you've got to believe in your puppet." Um, and 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 I think it's worked out fabulously well for them. They must be over the moon with the response to it.
5: I can just imagine someone at Hasbro. I don't know who their brand manager is these days, but watching Mandalorian like everyone else. Seeing Baby Yoda, the child, at the end, and just falling to his knees and saying, "Oh, thank God, thank God, (laughs) we can make
2: everything off of this." I imagine an angry phone call. Why didn't we have this ready? Why didn't? Why did Lucasfilm not tell us about this? That
5: was probably the next day, but (laughs) now, oh yeah, I mean, for golly, Christmas of 2019, that would just—I mean, that would have put them in the black if they're not already.
1: And Disney's not playing nice in the sandbox. There's a ton of people who have been making crocheted Yodas, and you know, like Etsy has a lot of stuff like that. Disney's starting to shut them down. I've
5: heard about that.
1: And they're also shutting people down on T Public. But, yeah, so Disney is sending DCMAs to a lot of people, a lot of the things they've traditionally allowed at Lucasfilm, like the fan-made things, but you're not supposed to make money off of it. So
3: I, I do notice that Funko have, um uh, sort of planned for for baby odor, so there will be a, a wave. Perhaps is it February March time uh, next year, and there will just be a glut of funkos. You know, baby odor in a pram, baby odor uh, drinking soup, baby odor playing with a. a, a, a and a control for the aircraft, there's going to be a, a Funko Baby Yoda for every imaginable situation.
1: Oh God, it's already started with the online stuff. People have figured out if you take an angel cookie cutter, chop the head <laughs> off, you can make Baby Yoda cookies. You can also make Baby Yoda deviled eggs in his little pram.
2: The big thing was from Mattel, not Hasbro, Mattel, their competitor, a Mandalorian 11-inch plush which is pre-sold out on most websites and shipping in May. And that was a $25 plush figure. And then Funko has announced two so far. I'm positive you're right, Steve. They're going to come out with a ton more. But there's a 10-inch one as well as the normal one. Then Hasbro did get out and announced coming in June, we're getting an electronic talking and moving Baby Yoda. Kind of like, I'm guessing it's a little bit like that lightsaber training yoda they did way back when and then there's an electronic plush that comes with a frog but then there's just a series of baby yoda minifigures where you get two yodas in a package and there's three of these and you get yoda eating soup yoda eating a frog yoda reaching for something yoda crying yoda swaddled and yoda holding up a ball and i'm not positive how big these figures are Oh, wait, they're two and a half inches, so they're a little bit too tall to go with three and three-quarter, but they probably would be in scale to kind of a Black
4: Series Mando. Well, don't they have a Black Series one coming out too? I thought they announced the Black yeah. Series. The yeah, they the uh, comes it like with an a bowl goal. and a frog, and uh, I can't remember a ball or what else she comes with.
1: Not a sippy cup.
3: It, it's just a. It's going to be a license to print money. Um, yeah. I, I, and I think the beauty of it is, I mean, I talked about the fact I really like the, the Mandalorian never takes his helmet off. So they've got the expre- expressionless Mandalorian and then they've got the, the incredibly expressive um, child with him and I, and I think the, the, the two things together have just combined and like I say, it is a, a licence to print money.
2: Yep. And I just looked this up because I knew I placed the order for it. You're right, Daryl. And in six inch scale, this Yoda is one and a half inches tall. So those two and a half inch baby Yodas are too big and just their own figure line. I guess they'd be in line with like Galactic Hero size or those Empire figures they did. So any other topics you guys want to hit about 2019 before
4: we kiss
2: the decade goodbye?
4: It's great seeing everyone in Celebration Chicago. Look forward to seeing Anaheim. Yeah, who all's going to Anaheim this
2: year? Steve, Jerry.
3: No, it's it's a hard pass for us. We definitely won't won't
5: be there.
2: Yeah, no, I won't. I won't be there either. What? What? Just to go around each person, what is something you're really looking forward to in 2020 collecting wise? I'm going to say Mandalorian
3: stuff. Um, I mean, just I mean the. The Black Series six-inch figure that came out—he—he—he he, he was that initial armor that he only had one piece of his sweet Beskar steel on. I'm sure there'll be like a, a full armored Mandalorian coming out. Um, I want a—I want a Werner Herzog figure um that would just make me so happy to get a Werner herzog figure so yeah and anything anything mandalorian i mean i'll take baby yoda he's he's not the the best thing about the series for me but yeah anything and everything mandalorian i I think this is going to be um my new star wars jam for the next 12 months
5: oh golly you know i i don't have anything i mean it might be possible i'll pick up a baby yoda of something although i don't want to you know you know i've, I've gotten rid of a lot of my collection to but not to replace it with other things but a little black you know one and a half inch baby yoda what could what could go wrong there right i hope i get those limited run games in 2020 uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other the other thing is i this is backtracking a little bit but um i got the tatooine skiff because that's just Actually, one of my collector focuses. I like having. I mean, I got a Lego one, I got the Play School one, I got the um, little Micro Machines one, and that Skiff they made this year is like my favorite item of the year. In fact, I just opened it this week to assemble, and I just I was blown away. I've been sitting on it for a couple months because I just hadn't had a place to put it yet. Uh, so I hope I, I'm looking forward to getting that set up and making a little shelf and in, in my display of of some skiffs. Uh, so I think that'll be fun. That's that's a great vehicle. I I think it's been on some pretty crazy sales uh, leading into um, you know Christmas this year. So if anybody can find it for you know twenty twenty four dollars whatever it's been, absolutely pick it up at that price. But uh, yeah, hey, I'm just I'm looking forward mostly. And I know this isn't collecting, but now that Rise of Skywalker is behind us, what else is Disney going to do? What are they going to do next? I mean, they've got to have plans for something else. There's got to be plans for yet another movie in 2022 or something. I can't wait. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see um, what Disney plus brings to us with the next season of Clone Wars, Jonathan and Nathan and I have already been talking about how to maybe try to bring that Republic forces radio network band back together to review what I guess will be the final episodes, but we thought that once or twice before. So uh, that'll be fun. And I'm, you know, hopefully there'll be some collectibles that accompany that.
4: I am looking forward to Rise of Skywalker Emperor merchandise. Whatever they can give me, I will take. <laughs> There's a whole new outfit there. Yes, as soon as I saw that belt, I thought, I've got a new belt. I've got to either make or buy somewhere. I hope an Anovos or some company puts it out. So,
2: If Anovos makes it, I hope they actually put it out.
4: Well, yeah, yeah anovos or efx or whoever you know puts it out in the ether to never come out so
3: you must have been thinking i I, i'd bat the right horse here daryl palpatine became the focus i mean there's there's a zombie palpatine there's a palpatine on 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 a crane you know there's all sorts of new things that they could do here so yeah i bet you had the broadest grin yep
2: i'm looking forward to an empire strikes back retro collection next year is the 40th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back. I know there's going to be some celebrations of it, and I'm looking forward to that nostalgia wave because that's the first movie I really have vivid memories of. I remember walking into the theater to see it. I remember hunting for the toys after it. You know, I remember taking my mother on a crazy toy run to find a Yoda figure, not knowing they hadn't even released one because they didn't want to spoil the movie. I... Just have such great memories, and I'm looking forward to see what Hasbro can bring us next year in all scales to celebrate that.
1: I've been kind of going the other way, and I I will fully, readily admit in public, on recorded media that i love episode one and i love the episode one collectibles obviously i'm a jar jar collectible or collector focused person but i've been picking up some super fun episode one stuff like watto Sabulba, anything i can find and honestly people are giving this stuff away for some reason i'm not complaining uh, but why would they how could they huh <laughs> Well, I'm enjoying it. I'm kind of doing that. And then Arnie kind of put me down the path with a Jar Jar prototype for my birthday this year. And then I picked up a prototype Jar Jar Galactic Hero. So I am kind of going down that route a little. But I'm being kind of cautious and not jumping too far into it. I mean, I don't need them all. I just think they're fun sometimes to get ones of the... Your favorite characters or you know, I, I'm seeing a lot of the proof boxes now, too, that come out. And I'm like, oh, that's tempting to get some of that stuff, but it's hard to hold back. But yeah, I am loving episode one. I like the prequels. I don't care what anyone thinks. And I love the original trilogy. That's always going to be near and dear to me. And I love collecting that stuff, too. All
2: right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for this look back at talk collecting. Always fun to talk toys with other people. Thank you for having us once again. Thanks, Artie. Thanks. Until the next time, may the pegs be stocked and the Force be with you. See ya.
1: Bye, guys. 2020, here we come.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. You have a vision about what's happening in 2020?
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find pictures of the toys reviewed, chat with other Star Wars collectors, and find hundreds of Star Wars Action News episodes at our website, swactionnews.com. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The links to our social media sites are at SWActionNews.com. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. You can also send us your latest store reports, figure reviews, and more. Email us an mp3 or iPhone voice memo at show at swactionnews.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2020. All rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting.